Empire. The swing is getting analyzed over and over. Uh, the coaches and, uh, and academies and, and, and uh, the analytics departments are kind of inundated with data right now. And the question is, is, is how do they get meaningful, actionable uh, outcomes out of it? That's Art Chu, General Manager North America for Rapsodo, where high-level baseball and golf athletes are learning more and more about their swings. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. Baseball is currently in a lockout, and Major League Baseball has taken their stance seriously, going so far as to erase player stats and profiles on their tech platform properties. Welcome to modern pettiness. When the two sides get to a new agreement, and we assume everyone wants the game to continue, the players will be back to showcasing their talents, which, in the case of working with companies like Rapsodo, does mean putting in a lot of time behind the scenes. Our guest this week is Art Chu, who is the general manager of North America for Rapsodo, which is a company that develops data-driven sports technologies designed to empower baseball players, softball players, and golfers and their coaches to effectively analyze and improve their game. Hey, Art, how are you? Hey, Brian. How's everything going? Good. I mean, we are talking about sports. I don't know. It's, I'm in outside of Washington, D.C. It's 35 degrees here. So it's an interesting time to talk about what you guys do and who you work with. But I don't know. Then again, Max Scherzer just got $140 million. So maybe the time is right to improve your game no matter what, right? Always. Always. Never never a bad time to, <laughs> to use data to help you get better. Uh, tell me a little bit about Rapsodo. I know you guys have been around for more than a decade. Um, I, I gave a summation of it. Why don't you tell everybody what you guys do? Yeah, Rapsodo, uh, we, we're a sports data analytics company, and uh, our, our primary expertise is in the computer vision, basically uh, taking, uh, taking video content where we're following the ball uh, flying through the air, and we get data off of that. Uh, so we use a combination of computer vision and occasionally uh, computer vision combined with radar uh, to do initially ball tracking. Now that's that's our, our our first foray, and now we're we're and we're using computer vision to to get other data out of out of uh, uh, the content as well, so, you know, player motions, uh, biomechanics, things like that. But uh, but our roots are in uh, are in the ball tracking. Uh, we start a you know company was formed back in 2010 2011. Uh, uh, founded by uh, Batuhan Okur. Batu was a Turkish engineer, uh, Silicon Valley guy, transferred to Singapore, and uh, uh, without hitting golf balls at the range, couldn't track them and uh, couldn't couldn't see where they were going. And said, there's got to be something that, that helps me do that. Uh, went to do some research, found out that most of the launch monitors at the time were very expensive, you know, fifteen twenty thousand dollars $20,000. And like any good engineer, he says, hey, I can do something better. Huh. I can do something better and more efficiently. And uh, developed uh, what became the SkyTrack uh, launch monitor uh, that uh, sold under the SkyGolf uh, brand right, uh, right to, to this day, introduced in 2015. Uh, and then used that uh, technology to get into uh, baseball, softball. In uh, we entered that market in 2017, uh, and then uh, we have our own lo- uh, launch monitor, mobile launch monitor uh, for individuals, uh, introduced in uh, 2019. 
So uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a good ride for the last uh, last ten plus years. So let, let let me take the translation of the technology to game improvement, and let's just start with golf since that was the original model that was used. What would knowing this information, how would this then translate and help a player get better? Yeah, we like to talk about the full cause and effect, right? So whether you're hitting a golf ball or throwing a drop ball in softball or throwing a curveball or, or hitting a fastball in baseball, uh, you, you are the cause is your is your swing, is what your body is doing, right? The effect in all these sports is what the ball does, right? So so you want the ball if you're if you're driving a golf ball up the you want to drive it as long and far as and, and as straight as, as, as possible. But how you do that and, and what differentiates a good shot versus a bad shot, it all starts with your body, right? The cause versus the effect. So in order to really understand uh, what changes are, are helping you improve, you need to understand both. You need to understand what your body is doing, but you also need to understand what is happening to the ball. Uh, so, for example, on baseball, we came out with a, a, a pitching monitor that uh, you throw the ball and within about five, six seconds, you get immediate 3D view of how the ball is spinning through the air. Uh, whether, you know, for a four-seamer, for example, you're going to come down and you try to get that backspin, right? You want that four-seamer to rise as it's coming through the strike zone. And so you want the spin axis almost horizontal. Right? You, you can picture a ball as it leaves the pitcher's hand spinning directly backwards with, a, with, 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 a, with backspin. But suppose that axis was cocked a little bit. So that it was pointed a little bit, so that it was almost like a corkscrew. So it's still spinning, but it's corking a little bit. You're not going to get as much break or as much lift off of that ball because the axis is wrong. We tell a pitcher within a few seconds whether he's got that axis right or wrong, so we can immediately make the change and uh, and, and get a little bit more uh, effective spin out, out of out of that uh, out of that four seamer. And what you're talking about that can be. I mean, because, you know, saying this is what you need to do and then literally doing it is it are two different things. That's an easily translatable, this is what's happening, alter this in your mechanic, and we think we can get the result we're looking for. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating. It's, uh, you put it in the hands, obviously, of, of good pitching coaches, uh, for the pitching example, that know what they're doing. You know, in the golf example, for good golf instructors that know what they're doing. Uh, but I, I've sat there and watched, uh, for example, softball uh, coaches, uh, sit there within first introduction to the device. They understand, okay, what it means, and then they go get the pitcher to, to start throwing, throwing, uh, throwing balls, throwing curve balls. And I've seen them within five, six pitches increase the horizontal vertical break by several inches. Huh. Uh, so, so it's just by knowing the data and then putting in the right hand, uh, you can uh, effectively uh, impact change pretty quickly. Yeah, that, that's amazing. Um, you guys are working with all of the major league baseball teams. I'm sure a ton of college programs as well. Um, as things have progressed here with these technologies, what are they asking of you? What do they need more of for their players? Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's kind of like with any any technology, right? It's, it's like the devil's in the details. Uh, the uh, data for data sake uh, is is it doesn't help anybody, right? So so uh, the coaches and uh, and academies and and, and, uh, and uh, analytics departments are kind of inundated with data right now and the question is 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 how do they get meaningful actionable uh outcomes out of it uh at the mlb level yeah we do with all 30 mlb teams they all obviously have analytics departments they have player development departments they know how to take this data and and uh, impact change uh, with their players obviously some some better than others uh you get down to the college level some of the colleges have have analytics uh departments a lot of them grad students things like that 
But then as you get into the middle ranges of the colleges and also down to the academies and the high schools, they don't have any analytics departments. And then it's just a question of, of how easy can we make the data to be understandable and actionable. Uh, and that is uh, that's the big challenge. I think it's data in sports now uh, in, in pretty much in every aspect. Since you guys have been around more than a decade, um, and I'm obviously I'm not going to ask you to be specific here, uh, but was there a curve uh, 10, 12 years ago, whatever it was, where there were a number of teams that had a data advantage? And is the playing field level or have the ones that were ahead of the curve adjusted to new information? Uh, yeah, it's been interesting. Uh, uh, certainly, uh, you know, a few things. With, with StatCast, with MLB having StatCast and having all the data, be essentially open source, so you can go out there and get every every game, every pitch, every hit, every every ball put in play, and get and get the data. It's created a, a an industry uh, both within the within the, the major league teams, but also outside to, to go and comb through the data. Uh, and that has essentially created this whole this the whole industry that that, that we uh, that we're involved in now. Within each team, uh, there's definitely different differences between between how well they they uh, they take care of their data. And it's a, it's it's a function of a uh, of budget to, uh, to a large extent. Uh, you can go and and uh, and see how many people are are dedicated to uh, to the analytics department within each team. And I would say their ability to to generate good outcomes is a direct function of the manpower. There's a lot of smart people uh, in those teams, uh, but and if you have more smart people, generally they're going to come out with uh, with better stuff. Um, so you mentioned that a lot of this stuff is kind of out there. It's a big part of sports content now that's disseminated. Did you all intend to ever get into that side of it and disseminate the type of information and work with broadcast partners, content providers, and the like? Yeah, it's a little different because so a, a lot of the technology companies in sports now are focused on the on the broadcast or or the you know the league or uh, or uh, broadcast uh, contract level. Uh, we at Repsoda, we really are a player development company, and and we focus all of our data at the player, both at the pro at the pro level, but all the way down to the high school and even at the at the you know junior high level. Uh, we like to say that that uh, our our customer or our end user is any athlete that is trying to use data to improve and trying to get to the next level, whether it's a whether it's a ninth grader trying to make the high school team, you know, junior varsity, whether it's a high schooler trying to get Trying to get a scholarship to college, uh, that is that is our athlete. Uh, so it's a little different than uh, than uh, say uh, you know at, at the at the MLB level, a, a Hawkeye, uh, you know, Sony Company Hawkeye that has all the in stadium uh, installed at, at all the uh, you know in all the parks and is, is looking at a league level uh, type type of uh, of relationship. We really are going after the uh, the individual. I have to imagine though you've been approached because of the mountain of information that you have. So you all have just decided this is going to be proprietary for the core customer, the athlete. Is that right? Yeah, I, I, we like we, we we probably have the largest library of of, uh, of amateur data for for both baseball and softball. Uh, and uh, so our ability to take that and hopefully develop meaningful outcomes to the to the individual players and the coaches i mean that's that's our that's our target that that's our success is going to be dependent uh, on, on that uh yeah other certainly people are interested in that in that database uh and right now uh we're interested in partnering with anybody that's going to help us figure out how to translate that data ah. into better 
better outcomes uh, for for, uh, for for these athletes. Um, let me ask you one other big picture question since you've been around this a while, and, and obviously it's a lot changed. And we we kind of talked about how you know teams are catching up and trying to level the playing field with with analytic departments. How has the sport changed in your view with all of the data that's come in that's helped players improve? It, it kind of what you see is what you get. The the the, the uh, decisions you see being made, uh, you know, in, in baseball, the shifts, the the you know the 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 closers starting, you know, the starters, you know, the big things like that uh, that are all based on on uh, on the percentages, playing the percentages. I think you see that come across in every sport, and uh, and I don't think that's going away. I, I think I think it's staying because it works. If it doesn't work, people are going to try it, and it's going to be gone. But if it works, people are going to stick with it. And I think you see people sticking with it because it actually works. So so if that's you know if you can argue whether that's good or bad for the game, but without a doubt, statistically, the performance and the outcomes are getting better and and uh, and uh, easier to predict. Uh, that way, I think that's true for individual player development. Whether it's uh, whether it's uh, helping helping pitchers determine you know which pitches of their arsenal they should get rid of, and which pitches they should not pitch to a certain to a certain hitter, hmm. just to, you know over the statistics, uh, and it's all the way up to to uh, you know to positioning uh, in the in the field. Uh, you know, I hate to say that uh, it's, it's you know the, we we talk about ourselves as being the nerds, you know, the analytics guys with the, the nerds uh, running the game, but uh, the best indicator of future performance is past performance. And so, <laughs> look, so you're looking through, look through all the data and you're figuring out what's going to work uh, with all the data you have. The math is the math. Sorry, guys. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's it what it is. It is. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. One quick thing before I let you go um, on golf, because I'm, I'm just curious um, how that one filters down. You talked about how this information can help amateur baseball players, softball players um, improve for golf. There's kind of a never-ending, perpetual lifetime cycle of trying to improve your game. Can you kind of talk about what you all do specifically in golf that could help not just the great throw players of the world, but the amateurs who are trying to improve their games? You, you bet, you bet. So we have a, a mobile launch monitor that uh, uses the camera on your mobile device, your, on your cell phone, and it links up Bluetooth to a little cradle that has a radar, uh, and so it sits in back of you, looks straight down the line, you take a swing. Uh, and uh, you look back at the screen two seconds later, you get a video of your swing. See, you can see yourself swing. You can see the ball, the shot tracer. You can see how the ball is flying through the air, and then you have all the data next to it. Right? You have all the here, – here's your, your ball speed, distances, launch signals, all, all that kind of stuff. So, so we give the full cause and effect, your swing and what happens to the, to the, to the ball. So uh, for the average player, average players out there on the range, they just want to hit better shots. right? They want to get a little bit better, maybe get one stroke better. Maybe they don't want to hit their best shot any better, but they want to avoid hitting their worst shot. Right? Yeah. I mean, most of us, most of us, we don't have what. What's the difference between my swing? I don't know. Right? I yeah. had a good one. I had a bad one. I'm I'm not so sure. So what we can do is give you that video where you can see what the differences are between your good and your bad swings. You can you can create a library where you can save your best swings and say I want to always compare my best swing with this current swing. Uh, and then ultimately, what we think is that is the ultimate answer is because we have a video, uh, we can tell you your body position. So we could tell you, you know, you know, Bram, when when you hook that ball instead of instead of slicing it, your your shoulder angles were tilted differently than they normally are. So try not try to not tilt your shoulders that way and see if that works. 
Uh, and we can do that statistically looking through the video, seeing the angles, getting the biomechanical uh, you know, data off of the video, but of course having the results attached to it. You got to have both. You got to have the cause and effect. Uh, so we, we think we're going to be able to provide uh, you know, that type of tool for, for teachers to, to use to, to, to better uh, communicate with their students. And then for the average student uh, that doesn't have a teacher in front of them to also be able to do some things remotely, uh, but just by looking at, the, at their phone uh, at the range. Very cool. Art Chu is the general manager of North America for Rapsodo. Thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it, Ben. Thanks for having me. On the next Future Sport Podcast, turning training into a 3D experience. We've patented the first and only way to measure strength and power in a three-dimensional space. And that has kind of unlocked this new frontier of human performance data and software products um, for everything from consumer fitness to physical rehab to sports training. That's Sam Miller, founder and CEO of Proteus Motion, who joins us to discuss resistance training techniques that he believes will change the fitness and recovery game. That will do it for this episode. As always, the future is now. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein.